Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans, wherever you are in the world. Hope you are well. Another week draws closer to the competitive season starting, and it's uh, tuning in to be a, a very big one for um, myself and the team. I have a total of 32 clients competing this year, um, which is a phenomenal amount that is more than kind of double I've ever had on stage in one season last year 15 2021 15 so yeah more than double and after last year's success i can't wait to see what the the success of the team this year is going to look like it's going to be um it's going to be incredible of course there'll be there'll be shows where maybe there's some tough losses things don't go our way but hey that's just part of it and i'm here for that too but right now for me it's just getting exciting because with each week that passes clients get leaner the condition starts to come in a little bit more. We start to see a little bit more of that final package. And when you have clients checking in every day or every other day, and they're getting better and better, and then you're running them high days, and you're getting a rough idea of what the carbo is going to look like and whatnot, for me, I just get an incredible buzz on. Not only that, but I have a lot of clients that are coming to the unit. I train from unit where I stay in, uh, in Dundee. Coming to the unit having a session, again, seeing that visuals in person uh, is more of an appreciation than just WhatsApp, right? Because everyone so, somewhat looks leaner in person than, than over over WhatsApp video. Um, of course, that's not that's always, always the case. You know, if clients maybe are six, seven hour drive away, it's not always possible to see them until actually the time comes. But I'll always try and get eyes on them beforehand, at least, you know, that four to six week marker. But that sort of brings me close to um, the subject of today's podcast, which is goal setting for shows. Is it something that you should do, shouldn't do? What's my take on it? What have I done in the past? Etc. Etc. I'm going to talk a little bit about, I guess, what I've what I've learned over the years um, as well in today's episode opposed to just saying what I think you should do right now and why I think what what you should know based on what I've learned. But I think, well, you know, okay, right, let, let's, what does that even mean? Right, so let's say someone has decided they want to compete and they just say, hey, I just want to take part. It doesn't matter where I finish, I just want to stand up there. And they want to do it once and that's it. Right, I think that's that's great, that's brilliant, that's awesome. Um, that's not what I do though, right? What I do is I provide my clients with a framework um, to get them to where they need to be, show them the ins and outs of really what it takes to not only succeed on stage, but to win. Like that's pretty much in the Prep Coach UK mission statement. So if you're coming on board with me, it's more likely you want to win, right? Or you want to have, uh, you want to place, you want to do well. I mean, it's a sport at the end of the day, isn't it, right? I always use an analogy. No football team ever showed up and said, Hey lads, we're okay to take part and get a B1 nil today. Right, you know, hey lads, we're alright to our, our ladies, you know, we're alright coming second today. Bollocks to that. No manager of that football team ever said, Hey, hey, hey lads, go give it your best shot, but don't try and win. You know, fuck that. That's never never the goal. I think that when you look across any any sporting uh, remit, whether that's you know, football, tennis, rugby, badminton, gymnastics, swimming, you name it, like the goal is always to compete and to perform to the best of your ability to try and win. And that's what we're trying to do with the bodybuilding show, isn't it? Now, of course, the the one thing we can't control is who shows up. 
then you can argue, well, in any sport, you don't know who's going to show up, especially in the amateur leagues, right? Okay, maybe the professionals know. Like if a football player plays for a certain team, they maybe know, well, okay, we're going to play them next week and they have that player. Well, if you're an amateur bodybuilding, unless you are, you know, you're really well known or um, you just know the scene within your local community and that local show that you're doing, if you're doing a show that's like down south, you're from Scotland or vice versa, you don't fucking know anyone doing it that shows up, right? So I still think that it's okay to have that clear direction from the start of, hey, okay, the goal is to win or to be as good as we can to win, but certainly to place. Every year, every single one of my clients placed. Every single like, every single one of them this year, all 32 of them, will place, if not win. That's just simply what it's about. Like, winning feels good, right? Now, the pros of saying that you want to win are the pros of saying, right, the aim's to place. What does that do? Let's talk about the pros and cons first. So the pros, I think it gives you an incredible amount of focus and internal, like, desire and motivation from the get-go to get through specifically the hard days, right? If you've never prepped before, if it's your first time, or if you have prepped before, you'll know that, like, the first time you prepped, it was it was probably a lot harder than you thought it would be. Like, everyone told you it was hard, and you knew that. But then when you went through it, you realised, holy shit, it's really fucking tough. The first time you have to deal with uh, hunger, you know, lack of energy, you know, just one of those prep days. The first time you've experienced it, it's, it's really, really tough. It's really mental challenging. You get plagued with self-doubt. And sometimes there's that voice that's like, just stop, just give up. Right, well, when you have that sort of direction, well, no, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep going because I've got some big goals and it's going to take me putting in this work or take me, you know, getting through this tough day for me to get there. That's where I think that it works. It works really, really well. It separates the, the men from the boys, separates the, the ladies from the from the girls and whatnot, doesn't it, as well? Because, again, you'll wake up some days and the last thing you want to do is get out of bed and go to your cardio. But if you have a goal, I want a place, I want to fucking win, you get up, you switch that alarm off, you get changed and you go. If it's just, hey, I want to take part, then complacency can kick in. Oh, okay, I'll do that cardio later. Okay, later comes, that doesn't happen. Oh, I'll make up for that later on the week. Later on the week, it doesn't happen. Before you know it, you're behind, you're soft, you're pulling out, you're not where you want to be. Otherwise, you show up on show day and you place exactly where you needed to place. So I think that it has its benefits from that perspective, for sure. I think for me, um, it it certainly kept me going and I wanted to, like, I just had a goal when I got into bodybuilding. I was like, I want to win the bodybuilding show. That was one of my goals. That was, I said something to my very first coach, even when I was a men's physique guy, I said, what's your goal? I went, to win a, to win a show as a bodybuilder, right? And I did it as a classic bodybuilder, maybe not an open. I did it as a novice. So I managed to take it off. Um, but then let's talk about the let's talk about the cons as well, right? Because we, we need to we need to have a discussion about that. So what's the cons of setting goals for for shows? Well, so for some people, it can make them feel an added pressure going into that show or going into their competitive season, and a pressure that might for them take away the enjoyment. For them, maybe. They want to just bring an improved physique, a better package, uh, one that's more balanced or fits the criteria better. And if they do that for them, that's their means of success, right? 
I certainly don't think that not placing doesn't mean that you weren't successful, but if it's a sport at the end of the day and we want to try and compete for trophies, then one could say we we weren't successful if we didn't place. Hundred percent, I think you could say that. But for some people, it, if you know, if if you said to them, "Hey, we're coming to win," and they didn't, they may have a huge sense, a feeling of failure, a feeling of disappointment if that goal was not attained. And I totally can understand those feelings because I felt that right. I've I've had a goal of wanting to win a show, and then I've I've you know placed fourth, and I've been incredibly disappointed. But not disappointed at the at not winning. I suppose just disappointed with when I looked back at the show. Like I just knew that I maybe was a little bit spilled, um, or I wasn't as conditioned as I could have been. That's why I got disappointed. At. I think that as bodybuilders, we we are okay if we are at our absolute best and we get beat. We're all right with that. But if we're not at our absolute best and we get beat, I think it really hurts us way more. And it feels like a total sucker punch. At the end of the day, it's our own fault. right? Um, and that, for me, was where I had a sense of feeling like a failure. Not that I placed fourth. Um, it was that I wasn't at my best. And then other times I have been at my best. And you know maybe a few weeks later I got tighter or you know wasn't as spilled or as peaked better. And I was still beat. You know, I still had a goal of coming out and winning, and I was still beat. But I didn't feel as much of like a failure. And that was my experience, right? I had this goal of I want to come in, I want to win, I want to, you know, we all do it as body was. I want to show people, I want to do this, that, and the next thing. And I went backstage, I just went, fuck, chaps, you guys are fucking massive. I went, you just make me look like a fucking skinny little runt. And I went on stage and I just got beat. You know, I always said to someone, I always said to people, you know, don't be beat from the legs. I had a huge emotional connection with training legs and it led me to having quite a uh, imbalance, quite a poor upper body. And that still kind of showed towards the late end of my competitive career. And uh, what was I, where was I beat? Upper body. So then I, I was okay after the show. I was fine with the fact I was beat because I was at my best and that was fine. So if you're worried about setting a goal and you're worried that oh, this is going to add a little bit of pressure and a bit of, you know, I might be disappointed if I don't attain it. Take my experience and know that I don't think that you'll feel disappointed if you don't attain that first if just there was someone that was way better than you. Can it add pressure? I think it adds pressure when you... It adds pressure when you come out and tell people. Like, if you're one of those, like, bams on Instagram that is, hey, you know, we're fucking... We're coming for a sword and we're coming for this and we're coming for that that adds an enormous amount of pressure so that when you do get beat, you end up looking like a fanny, right? So I think having that discussion with your coach is something you should do. And it's more like, a, for me, with my clients, I want to tell them what I feel they're capable of. I'm like, here, I think you're capable of winning a show. But, you know, we'll have a run of three or four shows. We'll see who shows up. And if we end up being the best that shows up, great. If we're not and we take second here or third there or first there, cool, that's just the sport. That's the way it goes. But as a coach, I'm going to try and prepare someone as best I can for them to win, knowing that it's not up to me. The difference between bodybuilding and something like, say, football is that bodybuilding is a subjective sport. 
body, uh, you know, football is objective. One nil, there's a clear winner. Then in bodybuilding, it's it's all down to a, a panel of judges. But if you know anything about bodybuilding, the panel of judges are following a specific criteria. If someone comes to me for coaching and they tell me they want to win a show, and I don't feel they're quite there yet, I'm going to tell them based on what I know on the criteria. I'm not going to gas them up and um, tell them, you know, hey, bro, we're coming for heads and this and the next thing. If they're not there yet, I will say, I'll say, look, you can compete this year and I think you can maybe place here and there on the right show, in the right lineup, but we may struggle to win. But for me, you know, I say, I say, I want clients to win. So if I feel someone needs to be a bit bigger, a bit rounder in the, rounder in the glutes, a bit more of a cap on the delt, a bit more of a sweep in the quads, a bit of a bigger chest... I'll say, and I'll say, let's work, let's work our ass off in an off-season again phase till we're good enough that we feel we can present a physique that's worthy of winning. And let's see who shows up, right? And that's where it's all going to come down to setting realistic goals, right? Everyone, everyone that wants to win comes on board and tells me, hey, Vaughn, fucking, I'm coming for a sword. And I go, right. That's great to have that ambition, and I love that um, and that want and desire. But let's be realistic about it as well, right? And let's make them achievable and attainable. So, if you if you wonder what a sword is, a sword is where, let's say, you step on stage as a toned figure athlete. You then win your class. You have to win your class to then go into an overall. What's an overall, Von? An overall in this instance would be. If it's PCA, would be the figure overall. So in figure, there's tone figure, athletic figure, and trained figure. The winners of each subcategory will then go into the overall. Then whoever the judges pick out of those three that are the winner, that is the winner, will win a sword. The other ones won't be awarded anything. There are some shows, um, such as like say Granite or um, here in Scotland, or other shows that will just like have an overall lineup, as in. The winner of each individual class goes into the overall lineup at the end of the day and they choose the winner who they feel best meets their criteria. They're not, you know, they're not looking at the most amount of muscle, who's the, who's the leanest. They're looking who fits the criteria for their class the best. When they win that, that is usually a sword. For some federations, it's different. It's a big cup. You know, Stacia won an axe last year. Um, but for most of them, it'll be a sword. So, what I'm getting at is that there's levels to this game, right? If you say in your first season, hey, I'm coming for a sword and anything else um, out with that is deemed as failure and not successful, I think that you're, you're wrong to do so. And why am I saying that? Because there's jumps in every single level of this game. What do I mean by that? Okay. Competing is one level, right? Above that, placing at regional is another level, right? Above that would be winning your category at another is another level, right? And then there's quite a big significant jump, right, to then winning an overall. But before you get to winning an overall, there's an even bigger jump between placing at a regional to then placing at a British finals. There's a huge jump from winning a regional 
to winning a British finals. Or like a PC universe, right? There's then an even bigger, 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 bigger jump to then go from winning a sword at a regional to then winning a sword at a PCA British or a two bros pro quality, whatever it may be. So you have to do your due, due diligence, well, that's a big word, um, and be patient, right? You, you're going to start at the bottom of the ladder. Unless you are just genetically very gifted, very, very good, you've been spending absolute years putting the tissue on for this day, you compete for the first time, you're going to have to climb the ladder. And for most people, they're going to go in on you're good enough to place at a regional. 100%. That's, for me, the bare minimum where we're, we're going in on. Good enough to win a regional. You, what I'm trying for, though, is I'm trying to get my clients going at the level that is good enough to win a regional slash good enough to place at a British finals, or I'm going to say a harder regional that's close to a British finals. What do I mean by that? So here within the UK, it's well known that within the likes of PCA, when you get to September onwards, the calibre of athletes that do those shows is higher than the ones beforehand. So here in the UK, in that specific federation, there's a big jump from placing at a regional beforehand, before that date, say before PCA Manchester, which is usually the start of September, to then placing at PCA Manchester. It's a big jump from winning your regional, let's say winning PCA Scotland, to then winning PCA Manchester. If you're winning PCA Manchester and thereafter, or placing, you know you're going to be right there or thereabouts at a British finals. It's as simple as that. So when you look at it like that, you could see why it would maybe be wouldn't wouldn't be wise to be coming out and saying, "Hey, in my first season, I'm gonna come out and win a sword at my local show, and I'm gonna go to the British, I'm gonna be a British champion, and I'm gonna go and win my pro card." It takes people, some athletes, maybe five, six, seven years to do all that. That little summary in one sentence. But what social media will do is and has done, I think, and this is the good and bad thing about social media for bodybuilding is it can sometimes put unrealistic expectations in people's eyes whether they um see a maybe regional that wasn't uh, the best standard and they fucking hell i could have won the overall there and jump in one that's the next week and it's fucking like unbelievably hard or whatever um and some and some and also in the same same uh boat is that there's some people that are on social media that would have done really, really well but then have got in their own head because they saw what X, Y, and Z person on social media, a show do well, and they think, oh, I'm not good enough, and then they pull out, or whatever, when they're actually good enough to win, so, I think it goes both ways, but what I would say is that, it's about setting realistic goals, if you're, if it's within your first season, what I strongly recommend that you set a goal is, is set your goal of placing in a show, and winning a show, why do I think that should be your goals, I'm going to bring you back to the fact, that it's a competition, at the end of the day, and you're thinking, okay Vaughn, but you keep using this football reference, okay, let's move away from football, let's use tennis or golf, right, for the most part individual sports, what what amateur golfer, right, or amateur tennis player ever showed up and was like, hey, we're absolutely fine to just take part today, you know, we, we're okay to, to get beat, no problem, that's fine, bollocks, why do we play sport in the first place, or participate in sport in the first place, it's to be competitive, isn't it? It's 
we do it to compete against others. And just if you have those goals and you perhaps aren't good enough to be awarded that placing or that win, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that you success you know, prep wasn't a success. It just means that maybe on that given day there's a few other people that were better. But that's bodybuilding. And see the next week or the week after, you might be the best one there. You might be writing about the mix, you might be top two. You might grab that third place. You might grab that win. You might hey hell hell, hell knows you might even win that sword. Depending on who shows up. So understand that it's not just about one one show. And I'm going to bring you <laughs> to a lesson. Uh, the lesson I, I said I was going to do at the start of the podcast. In 2017, well, this actually started in 2016. 2016, I went and watched UKBFF. Um, it was shown Paisley here in Scotland. And um, I said, right, that's the show I'm doing. And I'm fucking winning it. And it's all I thought about every single day for like more than a year, right? It was the one target. People said, you're going to do any of the shows? I went, nope, I'm doing that show. I'm winning it and that's that. Um, became very obsessed. Put all my, I don't know, everything. Everything on the line for that. Pushed a lot of people away during my first prep. Um, wasn't great with uh, some relationships and friendships. And then as and when the time came, I put all my eggs in one basket. Competed, didn't place. Uh, was absolutely devastated. Um, did a photo shoot really resented bodybuilding thereafter, didn't do another show. Um my confidence took a huge knock. I felt like a complete failure and a complete fraud because I'd put out on social media and said to everyone that I was doing this show and I was preparing for it for a year and a half and um you know I wanted to lead by example, I wanted to inspire people, I wanted to I wanted meet I wanted to win this show so I could work with other people. And I wanted to do that and help my business and my career and I and you know in my eyes I, I completely failed at that. And that was because, in my opinion, I put all my eggs in one basket, right? For me, with my clients, it's like, right, look, we've got these, this run of four shows. Our goal is to to place, you know, as a minimum, you know, and, and if we can, win. Now, we've not said we need to place in them all, right? We're setting a target of, right, we need want to place, want to win. We're good enough to place and win. Let's see what, let's see what happens. So maybe the first one goes the way we want it to go. Maybe maybe we do. Maybe 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 we win. Maybe we come top two. Next week, but maybe we come fourth. Right. Week after that, maybe we get third. Week after that, maybe we win. Right. Cool. What a season that was. Let's reflect on that. Let's assess it. Let's look at it. Where the you know where the placing is justified. Yeah. Yeah. They were right. Cool. Sweet. But let's say that first show didn't go to plan like mine. Let's say you didn't place and you went fuck it. Let's bodybuilding over then. I'm shite. I'm bollocks. I wanted to win. I didn't place. Fucking I'm rubbish. I'm crap. You don't continue. And then you don't. Then you stop bodybuilding. But what if you gave it the opportunity of three or four shows? You know, have a goal. Hey, I'm coming for a place. I'm coming for a medal trophy. Come for a win. Me personally, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a competitor. I want to place in them all. Right? As do we all. I want to win them all. As do we all. But hey, that doesn't always happen. Um, but take it from me that. I think it's great to set goals, but I don't think you should put all your eggs in one basket. And again, you know, even taking that one step further, my competitive season in 2020, uh, second time on stage, had zero expectations, right? Zero expectations. I was like, oh, fuck, first show I didn't even place. 
So I was like, maybe that's just how it goes. You just don't know who shows up. No pressure, no goal, right? Didn't think about it. Didn't know who was going to show up. Just wanted to do it. To I felt I wasn't at my best at that first show. Um, I felt I was a bit, a bit spilled. So I did it in 2020, and and I did win, and I had a bit of a cry about that in a moment. I was really happy with because I achieved one of my goals, but I was so happy. Not only I'd won, but I was at my best. Right, and I think that there was a few wins that came after that where I wasn't at my best and they didn't feel good. Didn't feel good because I wasn't at my absolute best. Um, and I just enjoyed that season better. And then 2021, again, I put a lot of pressure upon myself to win and to do well because I thought it would have helped my business and progress forward. And then I did to an extent that I was quite successful, but at the same time there was a couple of results in that season that I didn't win. Uh, you know, I came fourth, as I said there, and felt like a little bit of a failure, but then... Um, a few weeks later, I was at my best, got beaten. I felt less like a failure because I was at my best. So what I'm coming back to as a summary is that I think that you should set goals for your shows in a season. I think they should be realistic on where your level is at. But I also think that it does. if you don't achieve them or hit them, it does not mean um, that prep wasn't a success. It does not um, deem your self-worth. And take this from someone who... Um, put their own self-worth down a lot when they didn't win or they didn't even place um, it was a, a good learning curve good learning experience and something I can give to my clients and I even have like I've had some clients over the over the years where I've said to them look I think you're good enough to win and maybe in their season they've came second like four or five times and they haven't won at the end of the season I've been like look I'm really sorry like you know I said you know, I thought I thought you're good enough to win and it didn't happen I'm really sorry about that and they've always been like Vaughn shut up you know you're just telling me what I was I was I was capable of and this this prep was a huge success, so yeah. Never feel like just because you didn't quite attain that, if you wanted to win, you came second. Or you wanted to win a sword, and you only win your class. You know you're still hugely successful. And um, prep itself, or bodybuilding itself, is based on getting better year in year, getting bigger, more conditioned, or suiting the criteria better. And if you're doing that year in year out, placings will be a, a natural progression in the competitive bodybuilding scene. It's as simple as that. So. I guess that's it for me, guys. Uh, wherever you are in the world, if you're on prep, I hope things are going well. Or if you're maybe going to be prepping later on in the year, I wish you all the best. Uh, but if not, wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.